2. The Power of More from Brockmeier and Zalo Innovation Thinking Today's episode of To the Power of More is about monetization of TV consumption. We are talking with Chris Martin, co-founder, president, strategy, marketing and operations and finance, and Isla Perfido, co-founder and CEO, CTO of Satoro. Before we get our guests into the conversation, I would like to introduce the co-host of the podcast, Dieter Brockmeier, the innovation expert at the Diplomatic World Institute. Hello, Dieter. How are you today? Hi, Christian. Absolutely great. And it's great to have uh, such two amazing women in, uh, on our show. Um, I met them recently in Cannes at the MIP market, and uh, it was full with um, the news that Sator is doing interesting things in the entertainment field. And yeah, I had the chance to talk to them, and it's really interesting what they're doing. So let's discuss it here. Yeah. Hello, Chris. Hello, Isla. Thank you very much for joining us today. How are you? Hi, guys. Hello. Thank you. We're happy to be here. Let's start. What is actually Sator doing? Please give us an overview. Isla? So Sator is a blockchain-enabled content engagement platform that rewards users for engaging with television, film, uh, streaming content, and even music content. Um, everything exists on a decentralized app that's built on two blockchains, Solana and Ethereum. And the app is powered by our social utility token, SAO. We have an in-app NFT marketplace that allows um, content creators, producers to monetize their content through a new medium of exchange, in this case, NFTs. I'll let Christina jump in some more. I think you did a great job. That's, that's Saturn in a nutshell. It um, diffuses value across the content ecosystem. So uh, viewers and rights holders of content both get to accrue value for their respective contributions to the ecosystem. Well, but you're also having a very international company. You just mentioned where all your staff is sitting. So this uh, is really a global venture. Yeah, typical to blockchain. We're a fully distributed team. We have team members everywhere from uh, Hong Kong and Tel Aviv and Eastern Europe to Puerto Rico and uh, the US and um, even Africa and India. I'm, I'm around in, the, uh, in this universe for quite a while, especially the entertainment uh, universe. And also when the blockchain started, and I know in the beginning, there really were a lot of very promising blockchain projects in the uh, in the entertainment sector that uh, really were very promising, but uh, we know nothing nothing of that uh, was really coming to life. So you have now having another entertainment um, project and one I think a very early one now in this second wave. Yeah. Um, what makes you think that you hit the right time and that you can succeed with your approach? Uh, well, uh, a couple of things. First, um, we're, we're pretty much skeptics, so we research and make data-driven decisions. Uh, 
And so, of course, as we looked at the state of the content industry and the progress of blockchain technology and began engineering at that intersection, um, we're quite confident that what we're building is a solution um, that is well-timed and in demand. Uh, also, in the, the current um, state of the industry, there's been a great deal of progress uh, since the early days where things just weren't as uh, technologically feasible. Um, and uh, there's just been a a lot of um, building and progress to date. So we're working with uh, kind of at the, the frontier of blockchain technology. Um, and I think a good example of that is just the fact that we're multi-chain, for instance. Um, and that wasn't something that was possible uh, just a few years back. Uh, we also come into this, this space, um, sort of um, bridging the two worlds of entertainment and blockchain with backgrounds equally in both and understanding uh, the dynamics of both industries. So we have been able to engineer specifically um, from the perspective of network executives and uh, television and content rights holders. How is actually the monetization of the TV consumption working? You mean from just a general television industry perspective in general? Um, well, yeah, sure. and especially how uh, how are you um, how are you doing it with your how, platform? And how we're how, doing it? How, how can uh, TV viewership uh, be monetized? Yeah, it's um, it's there are interesting um, uh, headwinds in uh, traditional television content right now. And that is that largely the monetization of content is, is subscription based. And so um, a lot of uh, streamers and distributors really have to have compelling um, sort of package of value to attract subscribership because that's primarily how content is monetized these days. Um, now enter NFTs. Uh, they are uh, a monetization opportunity that is on par, could even be bigger than subscription and advertising um, revenues. And we're just in the very, very early days of defining the possibilities of NFTs. For instance, utility in NFTs can take many forms. Uh, and so that is, that's sort of when you look at it traditionally, that's kind of the, pr the perspective. And then you look at how Satter is helping the um, improvement of the economics in television and content, because Satter allows allows the viewers to participate in the value they create, and therefore driving more audience growth, viewership, engagement, and retention, and more subscriptions and more hours watched. Those are all very important metrics in television. And uh, that is because the viewers get to accrue a bit of value in the form of tokens and NFTs of the content that they love so much and that they're enjoying. And that's essentially what Satter has built out is the mechanism to enable that. And at the same time, those viewers through Satter can very seamlessly with no crypto experience, enjoy the gamification and the app to collect uh, NFTs and display them and use them, have some utility to them within the app. And those NFT activities and transactions translate directly into that new revenue stream for the content rights holders. So uh, that's kind of our our contribution to monetization of content. Well, so basically it is kind of, you're bringing back the, the analog collection where, where, where you could collect pictures and uh, put them into catalogs. And in the end, when you were lucky and you had the complete catalog um, uh, collected, 
it eventually could be, be, become very valuable on the uh, on the collector market. Is that a, is that about the models that we are talking about? Uh, there are very avid NFT collectors out there these days, and really exciting um, design of NFT uh, collections. Yes, so um, there's just so many possibilities. You can uh, create collections where, if a collector gets every NFT in a collection, they can trade them in for another NFT. Uh, you can embed the NFTs with rights. There's yeah, there's many exciting reasons. Um, and I guess, yes, it, I suppose it is a renaissance of collectibles in the digital age. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about uh, blockchain. Or, or no, I, I think I uh, have a question for, for Isla because um, it's a very complex thing you are coding there. And since you are the computer scientist and uh, the chief coder and technology officer, what are the challenges for you to code uh, such a... A complex ecosystem. So for me, I mean, I, I have a computer science background, studied software engineering, um, and I became super interested in the blockchain space just because of how the data structure was so interesting to me. And um, after reading Satoshi's white paper, I realized, okay, a blockchain, when you take away all the complexities, is starts as being like a linked list data structure. And then you can build on that. And because it is complex, but it interests me so much that it's, uh, I welcome the challenges. And I'd say the big, the biggest challenge has, has been inter-blockchain connectivity and being able to um, properly communicate between chains. I think that's kind of like the bottleneck that the industry is in right now. And people are stuck between like wanting to pick one or trying to use all of them. And I think each blockchain kind of can be used for something special. And that's kind of why we started with uh, Solana and Ethereum. We felt that those two chains were the perfect um, starting point for our problem use case, which is um, interactive television, film, content over the blockchain um, and monetizing um, engagement. And from there, once we have that strong communication between the two, which we've uh, already started kind of building towards, our NFT marketplace, for example, supports both uh, Solana chain NFTs and Ethereum NFTs. From there, we'll continue to uh, add more blockchains to our ecosystem. And yeah, I, for me, that's that's been the biggest challenge. But I think there's a lot of good developers in the space and it's just getting better. So that means in the end of the day, you will not only be with two blockchains, you will have a diverse portfolio of blockchains to exactly. handle your business. Exactly, because it's not about just you know picking one and sticking with that, it's about including everybody. And I think that's a big advantage of the blockchain technology uh, in uh, comparison to uh, programmable da databases. Uh, you can uh, use that for similar applications. But uh, the interconnectability uh, via blockchain and the transparency is uh, much higher. Yeah. Actually, there's a, a new protocol called the uh, IBC protocol, Inter-Blockchain Connectivity, that's 
uh, being worked on now that I think is going to really change the way we look at cross-chain integration in the next year or two. So I'm excited about that. Very interesting. Can you can you just give us an overview? Who who are your clients? Who is using your services, and how do they pay you? So uh, the the structure works like this. Everything everything is facilitated by the Sao token. So our client comes to us and says, "Okay, we have this show on this service, or we're a YouTube streamer, and we want to get more subscribers, more users." Um, and retain those fans. So they come in and they purchase Sao tokens and create their own pool of rewards to distribute to their audiences. And Satter, as a result of that, builds a realm around that pool. And then we set rewards metrics and um, properly recommend content to our user base that we find may interest them. Um, market NFTs um, in those realms and in our marketplace. So a user that maybe hasn't seen your show or listened to your content before goes on the app and sees this cool NFT and is like, oh, what is that? I'm going to check it out. And then they're all of a sudden in your content realm and they're getting rewards. And so that's kind of how we've gone about monetizing engagement. Can you give us a concrete example of a service or something your clients are, are trying to get via you? Yeah, actually today uh, is the first day of a, a music festival, which is a really cool proof of concept we've, we're doing. It's uh, called Welcome to Rockville. And that one's pretty interesting because it covers multiple artists at a festival. And obviously the festival's in person. So... The challenge there is, um, you know, getting engagement and continuing it, like even outside the walls of the conference. Um, so we're actually dropping um, some rock star NFTs today in our app based off of, because it's a rock concert. So there's several headlining artists there that um, are participating with us. Uh, let's talk about, we already talked about the opportunities uh, of the blockchain technology. Let's uh, uh, look at it a little bit more general. What uh, what do we have expect from uh, the blockchain universe in, in the near future? What will it do to to all of us? And why is, it, is there no way past it? Distributed ledger technology is changing the way we do everything. And I mean, from supply chains to banking to entertainment, it's um, it, it's it, the next three to five years, you're just going to see it, it become more commonplace and it'll be more user friendly and it'll just improve different areas of industry. It will uh, allow competitors in certain industries who figure out how to apply and leverage it to gain market share away from those that don't. Um, it's very similar to the innovation that you saw it, with the internet, you know, 20 years ago. There will be new native uh, companies that couldn't exist prior to the technology. Um, and you'll see some outdated companies be competed away and you'll see some that pivot, uh, you know, that turn themselves from a uh, 
Facebook to the metaverse, right? <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's just going to, you're just going to see lots of examples. I think we're at a, at a point in history where no one doesn't know what crypto is. I mean, children, uh, you know, drivers, uh, just people around the world at this point. Um, and, uh, and, you know, kids are kids that were born in the last 10 years will never know a world without crypto and blockchain, right? Um, so I think the next three to five years are really exciting. They're exciting uh, at the in potential price action wise of the liquid markets. Um, they're exciting because also blockchain technology is a potentially you know democratizing positive force uh, for individuals and humanity. Um, and uh, decentralization allows um, it just allows a lot a lot of really potentially good things. Um, and so I think the, the challenge for the industry is to um, try to, you know, apply all these in incredible uh, use cases and reach our potential uh, before this permanent record can be used for also potentially negative things too, right? There's, um, there's a lot of issues and, and risks. Exactly. No, you talked about the good things and totally mm -hmm. understandable. Uh, you just mentioned that there are risks and I would like to go a little deeper into the risks um, or what are you trying to avoid actually? From a general perspective, like just the point, there's no central authority. So you just, you have to be really careful out there. Um, just yesterday, someone was saying, Uh, oh, there's a Saturn listing here and, and there wasn't. And you just, you have to, like, that's the kind of risk mitigation that's super important. And then even something as simple as when you make a wallet, write down your, your private key and write down your seed phrase. Because if you lose it, there is no recourse. Yeah, and another thing that uh, I'm sure will raise some issues at some point is, uh, of course, everything is uh, stored. Uh, all the info about the transaction is stored in the uh, blockchain, and it can't be deleted. So there's a lot of potential in uh, doing uh, really interesting, also bad things with this information. And I think that is an issue that we really need to be very careful about. Yeah, it's interesting because it's, it's um, everything's recorded, but it's anonymous or it should be anonymous. Should be, yes. Yes, should be, but not always. And, um, you know, people ha are building tech and have built tech that can even de-anonymize lots of blockchains. So that's why even when you're looking at blockchains, um, it's important to consider their security protocols. Right. Let's talk about the, the next three to five years of your company. What are you expecting? What are the next milestones you're trying to achieve? Satter is building a metaverse, which we're very excited about. Um, we, we, have our, we, we actually already have one, um, but the goal is to see full integration between the app and, and the metaverse itself. And in case you don't know what a metaverse is, it's a virtual world. Um, so our VR world is accessible by Oculus. Um, the goal in the next three to five years is to just integrate like a truly second screen immersive um, content engagement experience. That's just beyond using the app on your phone. 
Yeah, in three to five years, every television transaction takes place in SAO tokens. So you can pay your subscriptions in SAO tokens. Uh, you can buy advertising in SAO tokens. Um, that's the, the three to five year plan. And to become perhaps the first uh, streaming television platform when Saturn becomes smart TV compatible in about a year, that is built um, inherently with NFTs and a token and blockchain from the beginning. Very good. That was Chris Martin and Ayla Perfido from Sator. Thank you very much for this interesting conversation about the monetization of TV consumption. Thank you very much. Yeah, our pleasure. Thank you. Two, the power of more. From Brockmeier and Zalo. Innovation thinking.